But as I said, I started two years ago and, you know, did a million dollars last year. So, you know, everything can change so quickly. You might as well start now, <laughs> make your million dollars and then exit when, when all the changes happen. <laughs> this is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. Picture yourself spending four weeks with other high level entrepreneurs in the northern mountains of Thailand this coming October and November 2017. It will be full of masterminds, workshops, advisors, like minded entrepreneurs, and of course, some fun adventure. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to apply at theentrepreneurhouse.com. Today, listeners, we are joined by a very successful Amazon UK seller, John Cavendish. John has been selling on Amazon UK for only two short years, and he has already seen massive success selling over seven figures in product. On this episode, John shares with us the biggest difference between Amazon in the US and Amazon in Europe. There are some major advantages that John capitalized on by selling in Europe, and he shares some of these secrets with us on the show. It's always incredible to see a fellow entrepreneur have rapid success, and even more incredible when that entrepreneur shares how he did it. If you are selling or interested in selling on Amazon, check out what John has to say about some big opportunities that Amazon Europe has right now. And without further ado, let's jump into the show. Welcome, John, to the podcast. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, Chris. And uh, yeah, it's nice and early here in Saigon. <laughs> How long have you been in Saigon? Are you one of the Saigon fans? Uh, yeah, I'm one of the Saigon super fans. <laughs> uh, like a year and a half sort of on and off, but I keep going to Europe for summer, going to Europe for summer and that type of thing. Okay, my friend, let's jump into the show and talk more about you and what you've got going on in business today. So, John, we want to kind of get into your background a little bit. Yeah, sure, no problem. I mean, as we chatted about before the show started, you did some internet stalking and you found out that I was an engineer, mm -hmm. maybe uh, two and a half, three years ago in <laughs> London. So I was just working at a normal desk job. Um, I graduated, I took a, a graduate training scheme and I was looking for a way to make money online. So I was listening to podcasts like yours, trying to figure it out. Um, obviously, I wanted to start a blog like everybody else. And, you know, obviously realized I was a terrible writer and I hate writing. <laughs> so I was looking for something to, uh, you know, to be able to make money. And as kind of an engineer, I saw Amazon and thought, wow, this is something I can see from the start to the end. It's really simple steps. And this is how I would do it. So... Uh, I, you know, I took a course, I did some research, I was thinking about going to the States, and then I sort of started looking at the UK and thought, wow, you know, the UK is so much smaller to start with, but there's so much opportunity for growth because it was even back then, two and a half years ago, getting saturated in the USA. So I started with, you know, $5,000, uh, bought some inventory, sent, sent it to Amazon UK. I mean, this is a bit of a simplification. And uh, yeah, it all went from there. And we've been doing like six figures a month for the last you know year pretty much wow how long ago did you start what year was that um the first product went live in february 2015 so two years ago very nice okay let's dive into amazon uk and, and tell us more about this what are you selling how did you set the business up and where are you going with it okay so uh <laughs> and that's, that's a lot that's a lot of questions let's yeah. uh, break it down a bit Okay, so when I first launched a product, um, I launched into Amazon UK, and it took quite a lot of time to me, for me to really figure out how, you know, how to crack the system and what I was doing. 
So because this is, you know, because it just wasn't saturated, I launched a product and a month later I was doing uh, eight to 10 units a day. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, wow, this has some real potential. So I talked to my same supplier. I uh, rolled out a few more products before I really understood what made a product sell well. (laughs) Some of them did well, some of them didn't do well. Um, But two months later, uh, we were doing maybe 25, 30 units a day. And then I uh, realized that I could be listing in all of Europe. Mm -hmm. So, you know, very rapidly pushed out to Europe. And then it sort of very quickly scaled from there. Tell us, John, what's the difference between Amazon UK and what they have going on there compared to Amazon Amazon in general or Amazon in the United States? Uh, that's a really good question because that's what everybody really asks. So, uh, yeah, basically Europe, think of Europe as America, but um, with a few caveats. So all of Europe is operated from one single seller central account. So as soon as you register for Amazon in the UK, you have access to every one of your you know, 26 European countries. Mm-hmm through five Amazon marketplaces. So just like in a US seller account that you can change from US to Canada, in the UK seller account, you can change from UK to France, Germany, Spain, or Italy. So once you have stock in the UK and you've got everything there, it's just as easy as selecting a different marketplace, creating a listing. And then because Europe's so relatively small, Amazon can ship from the UK to any one of these 26 countries without you doing anything different from your UK registration. All you have to do is create a listing in the native language, and then you have access to, uh, I think it's 730 million customers, so twice as many as the USA. Wow. So like, a really good thing about Europe at the moment is, like, in the US, I mean, e-commerce is getting bigger, but you know, it's getting to a sort of saturation level. Whereas in Europe, Amazon's still spending so much money on pushing e-commerce because the market's growing. So if you can get in there like right now and of ride the wave of e-commerce growth through all these countries, especially Eastern Europe, where they're just getting into now and pushing really hard, like, you know, your brand could be, you know, access so many more customers than they can in the States. Wow. So Amazon UK covers all of Europe. And is there also a separate Amazon for Spain and France and Italy? Yeah, so actually, um, it's one seller central account. Mm-hmm. So if you're German, you start a German account, it's the same account as the English account. You just have to change the from the drop-down menu at the top to select the marketplace. Gotcha. Uh, each of these five markets has their own listings. So you do have to maintain five listings. But in some ways, I think this is a really big advantage because it, you have some diversification. So say somebody in Germany leaves you a load of terrible reviews or a competitor tries to bash down your product. You still have four other marketplaces which aren't affected at all by your negative feedback in one marketplace. So you've got like diversification of, uh, of your sales velocity. If you're selling something in the UK, maybe it doesn't do well in the UK, but somebody in Germany really loves it and it takes off in Germany, that's happened to me before, or takes off in Italy or takes off in Spain and then one of your products is killing it in that marketplace for a little while and then that goes down a bit, but another product's killing it in another marketplace for, for a while. Yeah, I love it. What do you think about the Amazon boom that's going on, John? You know, a lot of people talk about jumping on the Amazon bandwagon and a lot of people say, you know, maybe not to because sooner or later it's going to fall out. And so I'm kind of curious on your take, especially being based in in the UK and Europe where your business is. And what's your prediction for the the Amazon train? (laughs) My, my prediction. Yeah. No, I mean, actually, I'm, although I'm uh, English, I, you know, I've got a Hong Kong company and I live in Vietnam. So it's not, you know, I've not really got any advantage by being a European. 
compared to an American or anybody else. Um, so yeah, I see Amazon Europe as how Amazon USA was five years ago. It is still at the stage in some markets where you can just throw up a product, add a couple of reviews, and uh, start advertising it, and you know it will take off, which I think is you know, still an amazing opportunity. And you know, people do say, oh, you know, the the, the bottom's going to fall out eventually, or maybe with Brexit, some things will change. But as I said, I started two years ago, and you know, did a million dollars last year. So you know, everything can change so quickly. You might as well start now. <laughs> <laughs> make your million dollars and then exit when, when all the changes happen. <laughs> now, I have a question for you too. Since y you see this growth and, and believe that Amazon UK and Europe is five years behind the US, are there any countries that are, say, just a couple years behind Europe that might be a good market to jump on the wagons? Is there Amazon India or Amazon Vietnam that may be the next Amazon Europe? <laughs> So Amazon, there's Amazon Japan, and uh, Japan's at a similar level to Europe at the moment, and the language barrier is quite difficult. Uh, but I'm looking at Japan at the moment, and uh, to be honest, part of our product is to be looking at the latest marketplaces as they come online, you know, European marketplaces and international. Uh, Amazon India is growing rapidly, uh, but the problem with Amazon India and Amazon China is you need a Indian or Chinese entity, so you need a local business partner to launch there. So it's not the end of the world, but it's not as easy and straightforward as it is doing business in a Western country. So doing business in Europe is easy, which is why we're starting in Europe. I mean, it's not as easy as the US, but having a small barrier to entry is a great way of weeding out all of the, like, as you say, people that just want to throw a product on Amazon, put the price super low, and then go out of business three months later while driving everyone else's prices down, Makes which is kind of a, a, what everyone seems to be doing in the States at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Do you mind sharing a little bit about how you grew your Amazon business so rapidly? Yeah, yeah, sure. So to be honest, for the first of nine months or so, I was trying to figure out what worked. So, you know, what makes a, a product which I can sell? Uh, what's the criteria which I use, uh, which obviously now is part of our product? Um, and, you know, how to grow so quickly, uh, in my experience, is to just launch everywhere. <laughs> So like, as you're getting ready to launch a product, make sure all of your ducks are in a row. Make sure you've got your listings written, your follow-up emails written. Make sure they're translated into all the languages. You've got your uh, initial test group or initial reviewers lined up so that when your product hits, you can hit the ground running and keep up your own motivation. Because most people's businesses crash because of lack of motivation, not lack of a good product. Or lack of, if you pushed it hard enough, you can make anything work pretty much, can't you? I mean, I'm sure you've seen people with... Uh, so many different businesses and if anyone's even some people blogging can do amazing out of it if you just do it consistently for three years and keep motivated yeah so um have all your docs in a row and then i found that taking on a couple of like assistants people to do all the stuff you hate doing as soon as you can afford it outsource as much as possible but keep your eyes on the strategy because the strategy is what's going to make you money not answering customer emails or talking to suppliers or you know suppliers you've already got a relationship with all of that stuff can just be passed off to somebody else. So I really don't work that much on this business, but it's been growing month on month for the last year. And what are some mistakes you've made in the past couple of years, John, that you would do differently? Uh, I have countless mistakes, which I've made. Um, so I've, I've listed two or three, which are the most common ones that like I, I see and that uh, I've made or my friends have made while uh, evaluating products to launch in Europe. 
So when you're going to launch products in Europe, you need to take into account sales tax, which uh, everybody's afraid of. But because everybody has to pay it, then it's just uh, taken into account as part of the uh, you know, sales price of a product. So you need to make sure you're registered for sales tax like as soon as possible. So if you have if you're ready to launch in a couple of months, make sure you're registering now just in case there's some delays or something with your registration because you can't do anything until you're registered, so you can't even import products. Um, and also, when you're pricing your product, make sure that you've done all your calculations properly, including sales tax, to make sure you're profitable because the worst thing you can do is start selling a product and realize you're actually losing money <laughs> or it's not profitable. So we, I've, um, I've got a spreadsheet which I put all of my numbers into. Uh, but we've actually turned that into like an online calculator. So you can just go there. You can put in your unit cost, the shipping cost, what country you want to sell in. It'll spit out your profit percentage and your US dollar or GBP uh, profit. And that's on our website. Uh, where is it? FBAfrontiers.com forward slash calculator. And um, also then the main thing is don't get attached to anything. So find the opportunity, not find the product. So many people come to me and say like, I've got this amazing product I found. And... Uh, if you can't market it, then it's not a product. It's not something that's worth selling. You want to find the market opportunity, then go find the product. Uh, you know, it's uh, and don't get too attached to the uh, opportunity. So you find something, it's an amazing opportunity. You source all your products. There's no profit there. Kill it. Like, it doesn't matter. You spent a couple hundred dollars on samples. Just kill it as soon as possible and move on to something else. So many people get attached to their initial idea and then don't then try and execute on something that's not going to make them a lot of money. So just throw it out the door and. That's it. It's a good point. I'm wondering if there's a product that you think would really do really well on Amazon that you don't plan on selling, but you think somebody out there should sell it. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as if I should, I've sent you a list of questions um, because oh, this is like the perfect question to ask me. <laughs> so as part of our website, um, we have a regular Amazon opportunities section. So if you go onto our website and scroll to the bottom, um, we uh, we have like uh, regularly updated. These are the opportunities we will go for on Amazon at the moment. So you can see our cat. You can see how we chose it. You can see um, you know what these products are based on our uh, our categories. So scroll to the bottom, click on it, and scroll through. And there's some ideas for you right there. What's what's one Stuff or two? I think would what's one or two that um, are on it? I don't know. I made a list of fifty. Um, oh. You can just scroll through our list. <laughs> yeah. I can't even. I don't even know what they are. I just went like, yeah, I'd sell that. I'd sell that. I'd sell that. Um, I did it a few weeks ago, and yeah, you can still go on there and steal my ideas, and I'm sure you'll make a lot of money. Very you don't cool. even need to buy the course; it's free. Do you use Jungle Scout, John? Oh yeah, I use it to lift data. Yeah. Um, Jungle Scout, yeah, it's a great tool. Um, I I still use it regularly, and obviously, I know Greg; he's a great guy. Um, I would take some of the numbers with a pinch of salt, especially when you're looking at higher priced items, uh, because the BSRs change so often. Mm-hmm. But as a way of lifting data, it's like such a time saver for doing your research. Yeah, definitely buy the plugin and uh, add it to your Chrome browser so you can lift data super quickly. For us non-Amazon sellers, what's the BSR stand for? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the best seller rank. Gotcha. So for each major category in Amazon, Amazon approximately ranks the products based on this is the best seller, this is the worst seller. So all Jungle Scout does is lift those numbers and then multiply it through by the sale price based on a lot of data points that they collect continuously. So it's kind of an approximation of the amount of money that they think that this this product is doing per month. John, 
what are the disadvantages of selling in the UK and Europe over selling in the United States? Um, so, uh, I would, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some things which I would say are disadvantage or you might say advantages. So to sell in the, in Europe, then you'll need a real company. So you can't just be a, a sole trader or somebody who's living in the States and just decided to throw a product up. You need to have a America, USA corporation or a Hong Kong corporation or anywhere in the world. It definitely doesn't need to be a European company because you just need a company to register for VAT. Um, and you need to register for VAT, which costs you know maybe about $500. So, I mean, I always suggest, you know, USA or Hong Kong, they're both you know, great countries, and uh, the UK government look favorably on things which don't sound like uh, Anguilla or Seychelles, and you're a lot likely to get approved more quickly that way. So you have to register your company and uh, pay for sales tax. So it's very straightforward. Um, we've got some recommendations of agents on our website, and all you need to do is contact them, tell them who you are, what you want to do, and they will sort out your registration for you. Uh, Timing-wise, though, this can take anywhere from five days to two months, which is why we suggest starting as soon as possible. <laughs> but this is a great way of, as we talked about earlier, keeping out the people who are just trying it for a few weeks to, uh, yeah, to sell through other inventory and mess up your sales. So once you're there, you're in, and you know you should be there to grow, and uh, that's what I love about Europe. And John, did you bootstrap this operation? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I, I put in five thousand dollars to start with. And since then, I've worked out very good relationships with my suppliers, and they've uh, given me a lot of credit, uh, which is one of the reasons I've grown so quickly. So money is going to be an issue at some point if you're shipping from China and if you're shipping by sea, because it is in some of my other Amazon ventures. Mm -hmm. So that's why you know Europe's a great place to start, because you can still compete on these products which are ridiculously saturated in the States, so things that are small, light, easy to ship, and consumable. And uh, I would definitely look at China for small and light things to start with because, yeah, it, your cash flow isn't really an issue then. What are some recommendations on connecting with suppliers and forming good relationships with them? Um, I would personally always make sure that you have inspections done at the factories. So you can start out like uh, every other resource online recommends. So start out in Alibaba, reaching out, talking to people, um, then find yourself a good agent uh, we have some recommendations as well to come and have a look at the factory before you make your initial order, especially if you're going to order a decent amount of inventory. It lets the supplier know that you're serious, and it makes sure that and it makes sure the supplier exists, which is you know always a good thing if you're going to give them five thousand um, dollars. And then personally, I've been out to visit my factories once you've got the money to do it. It's not an essential thing to start with, but uh, it's nice to let them take you out to dinner and uh, get to know them and see what they're doing and. Uh, yeah, lets them know that you're in there for the long haul and they'll take a lot better care of you. Have you ever visited a factory and then realized you didn't want to do business with them after you visited? <laughs> Luckily, no. <laughs> uh, especially since the last one I went, I'd already given them about $10,000, I think. But yeah, all good. Everything has been been lovely yeah. with my factories. Um, yeah. I've had a few, a few manufacturing issues like everybody else has. But um, once you've got a good relationship, they want to help you. They want to give you the spare parts to repair them. They want to make sure that you're having a good experience because you're a valued customer. So, John, if you're already selling in the States, do you have an advantage of, of launching over in Europe? Uh, in some ways you do and in some ways you don't. So you can still go in you know, completely blind and do very well in Europe. But always an advantage if you're already selling is that you have a product which you know is good quality and you know works. 
So like, because, you know, some, sometimes the issue can be that the product's just not of the quality that customers want. I mean, it shouldn't be once you've done your sampling and your checking at the factory and everything like that, but it can happen. Um, so you've got your product, it's great. Uh, another good thing is if you have a small list in the USA, uh, you've been collecting customer emails through uh, whatever means necessary, you've, uh, you can actually send these people to your European listings to leave reviews. Uh, because the at your Amazon account is actually a global account, which most people don't realize. So if you have an Amazon USA account, you can just log in in Amazon UK and leave a review. So obviously don't leave a review for your own products, but if you have a list of your customers who've already bought it or left a review, you can uh, non-incentivize them to uh, leave a review in Europe if you can give some nice copy. I believe we've had a couple of people on the show that are in Saigon, but they never dug too deep on the great things about the city. I know there's a bit of a entrepreneurial digital nomad hub there so i'm kind of curious what are the things you like about the city uh, i just like the get up and go of saigon it's like you know seven o'clock in the morning now i woke up at six and it was busy mm. and at 10 o'clock at night it's busy and the coffee shops open at 6 a.m there's like a really good really tight community of digital nomads here who are always hanging out having dinners every day lunches working from the same co-working spaces so it's like a mixture of like amazing restaurants amazing coffee shops good food and good people it's a hustle city, right? Yeah, yeah. And are there any cities that you could compare Saigon to? It's like a mixture of like the but like a mixture of Bangkok but with sort of a small town feel because the dist- district one's so sort of compact. Mm-hmm. So you can get across from one side to the other of the city, the main bit you want to be in in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's so convenient and Uber is everywhere. Um but it's got the feel of the big city and all the like everything that there is in somewhere like Bangkok. Very good. And John, I think we're going to wrap up the show there. If there's any listeners out there that want to get a hold of you, where's the best place they can do that at? Sure. Um, I'd say the best place to get is on our website at fbafrontiers.com. And at the moment, because our product's just launched, we're offering a uh, free strategy session, a 30-minute call with me uh, to anybody that buys it soon depending on where your when your podcast uh, airs so um, yeah I mean that's worth the, the purchase price at the moment anyway because uh, we're starting out low and uh, yes get in touch and uh, it'd be great to talk to you John we have to give you a huge thank you for coming on the show and sharing all your tips and tricks with us thank you very much we really appreciate your time well, thanks for having me Chris and uh, I guess I'll see you in a few months somewhere in the world yeah I hope so Listeners, we're going to sign off there, and I want to say thank you guys for joining us once again, and we will see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six- and seven-figure entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day-to-day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for attendees, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year, our main event will be held in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It is four weeks from October 26th to November 24th and held for six and seven figure entrepreneurs only. It will be full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, co-working, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. This event will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested and have some questions, be sure to contact us through theentrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact. We will respond as soon as possible. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.